Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. It is November 19th. We are recording this on Thursday evening. Joe, how are you doing today, man? Um, It's been a rough day, but at the end of the day, I'm talking about Pokemon, so that'll make me a lot happier today. So I'm looking forward to today's podcast because there's a lot of cool uh things and i found some new resources about some tournaments that are going online for ptcgo so we will have a tournament update yeah we got some cool stuff today we got we got a few things here we have some product news we have some pokemon play official announcements that came very very shortly after we went live last week with our most recent episode we have some news about theme decks tournament report we kind of got a little of everything today First and foremost, though, hopefully you had some great pulls with Vivid Voltage, right? We finally got a week into this set. Hopefully you opened some really awesome product. Uh, I know we finally jumped back into PTCGO and started playing some of the new things. Glare and Darm, Togekiss, messing around with some things that aren't necessarily Tier 1, but are definitely super fun to play. Or so, Tier 2, or 3. Or, or <laughs> 15, but, you know, they've been fun to play. I've had a winning record so far. Honestly, so far, I've gone like 10 and 2. So this is a format that the online format we'll get into later. It's just very jumbled up, but we have a lot of fun things. And hopefully you had some really good pulls. Hopefully you pulled some Pikachu VMAXs, pulled some Colossals, whatever you were looking for, full arts. Hopefully you were able to pull what you wanted or open some product and enjoy that in a safe manner. With that said, though, we're just going to jump into things, man. We're just going to kind of get rolling. I, I would say, what are you doing on the Pokemon video game side of things? But let's be honest. I'm still looking for Regiice. K- uh, kind of. Yeah, I, I haven't played as much. Um, actually, I got one shiny, but it's Gorgeist, which we had the event anyways. So like, I was like, wait a minute. Why did I... <laughs> Of all the Pokemon I can get for Shiny, I got another Gorgeist. As everybody will know, uh, back on Halloween, there was a Gorgeist raid for Shinies. Um, so they had increased odds. So I have like three or... F- I have, now I have four. But I have like a five or six Shiny big ones. Or, or a couple of Shiny big ones and a couple of Shiny small ones, which they had different stats. But um, other than that, I haven't done much uh, in searching because I do play music as well. And this past week, I spent a good chunk of the week recording music for uh, future promotional things for our group. Uh, a lot of Christmas stuff. So didn't spend as much time as playing Pokemon, unfortunately. But it gave me a chance to focus on something different, which I think is pretty healthy. Yeah. Um, and, and on my end, I'm not really... I'm, I'm passively shiny hunting for the Reggie Ice at this point. It's just kind of like every other day. I'm like, all right, let's pop back in. And sometimes you just realize that soft resetting isn't something you should be doing all day so i i don't uh it's very much my like tier two or three thing that i'm doing but once i get that uh, i do plan on jumping probably into the raid adventures but i also still need to get reggie rock regilecki and reggie gigas oh gosh so you're you're never gonna play i probably won't even have them by 2021 but we'll just kind of take our take our time with that anywho speaking of 2021 Play Pokemon has announced their initial plan going forward. Starting in December, TPCI will begin taking a look at the pandemic's impact on different states and countries to determine if they can basically reopen to live events. 
their plan is essentially to take every single month at the end of the month or the beginning of the month, take a look at the numbers, the facts that are around them and decide whether or not it is safe to play in certain areas. From my understanding, there are situations that could come up where certain areas in the world are cleared to play and other areas are not. Um, while that may be frustrating to some of you if you're in an area that is dealing with this pandemic and definitely a more bleak light, uh, like most of, if really the entire United States uh, and all the areas around us, it's nice to know that at least it's a half step forward, right? We, we try not to talk about this stuff a lot, but we do know that there is some level of a vaccine on the way. And now that we know that Pokemon is starting to look at in-person play, it's again another sort of crack in the wall to where we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, actually, re- interesting fact, uh, the, the hospital that I work for, uh, I heard this out from a, for a co-worker of mine that we're actually getting one of the first rounds of vaccines to see how it goes. So that'll be interesting to see. And I, I think it's coming pretty soon. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely going to be fast-tracked for a lot of reasons. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that it kind of makes things easier. And um, as of November, well. yeah, as of now, in November, we're still not playing in-person play, and we probably won't be until early 2021. If we're lucky in quarter one, that would be my guess, but more than likely sometime during the spring. If we have a handle on things by that point, and a good set, good solid vaccine rollout, hopefully. Yeah, and, and however, we still have some online events, a lot of online tournaments, the Players Cup, things like that. So which we'll get to a little bit later, but yeah, yeah, there there are options for you to play still. But again, it's nice to know that we will have in person play, hopefully sooner rather than later, because we've been dealing with this since March. So really, it's it's comforting to know that we're potentially past the halfway point well past the halfway point and could be in a good spot could be moving forward beyond that though and that's something that we'll update you with time we have some products the first product is a fall 2020 collector's chest it is your basic lunch box product it will come with a cinderace intellion rillaboom promos they don't look really any different than any of the other promos have been you get i believe five packs a little booklet It's more of a product for someone who is younger or new to the game, or you're just a collector of everything in general. I need a new lunchbox myself. There you go. You can get your Pikachu Charizard VMAX lunchbox. It's going to be 25 bucks and releases. Actually, it's been released for almost a week now, so it's out there in the stores. It's out, and surprise, it's still on the shelf because there's Charizard and Pikachu on it. That should be like $75. I'm sure somewhere it is. Wait, there's a Burning Shadows pack in this thing? Why? Why? Someone laid out the contents of the other thing. There's two Vivid Voltage, one Sword and Shield base. Okay. Um, and now there's a Sun and Moon base and a Burning Shadows. <laughs> All you need to remember, though, is look at what happened with the evolutions. Wait, All do, I'm going to say. Do each of these have Charizards? Probably. We're not even going to worry about that. (laughs) Moving on, in terms of products, this is one that we can actually talk about for a little bit. So this was new today. We had a Venusaur V and a Blastoise V revealed to us, and we were wondering how we were going to get them. And in fact, we were going to get them in the form of a theme deck. Basically, from our understanding, on February 5th, we will be getting two 
V Battle decks, which are essentially theme decks with Pokemon V, which is really awesome. So we're essentially coming into a situation now where they're leveling up theme decks to be more of a streamlined deck, right? I mean, Venusaur V and Blastoise V are not going to be these huge, powerful monsters, but it's a step in the right direction because we've talked about how how much of a problem having basic baby Pokemon have been in comparison to the big prizers, and now we have something to potentially combat that. Yeah, and the like we've announced these po- Pokemon before. Like Japan's always had the GX battle decks and the the V battle decks, and I think this is the first time we're actually getting something like this as like a like a theme deck type of promotion, which is I think is fantastic because like kids want V Max cards, they want V cards, they want to beat their head into the ground until they get a V card, and Blastoise and Venusaur pretty sweet. But if I'm not mistaken, I think both the V Max. Uh, Venusaur and the Blastoise from previous episodes that we talked about uh, were uh, pretty good cards. So uh, I wonder, do we get multiple of these in one deck or just get one? Uh, It looks like it looks like potentially one, but they're not going to be very expensive. Like, I I think I think it's reasonable to have two. You think? And and maybe they will. We don't necessarily know the entire deck list yet. So you can get them for 15 each. Or there you can get them for $30. And what's cool about the $30 one is they have a play level on them. So they're now indicating the difficulty of the decks with a 1-2-3 scale, which is nice for, you know, it's mainly going to be nice for beginners. But if they do it correctly, there is a world in which they release decks that have the quote-unquote level 3 difficulty. And those are more of the Picaram ADP Zacian lists. The battle battle, uh, deck arenas. Right, which is essentially what it seems like they're starting to kind of combine together, it looks and no, like. And that's super nice. I, I really like that touch. Yeah, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a good thing overall. Those, again, will come out on February 5th. Does that mean I need to buy four Blastoise V-decks? Or you can just buy Blastoise V-deck and then three Blastoise V. Yeah, I probably could do that. Let's just, let's just do that. But we're going to move on. If you want to see the deck list, hopefully we'll get those soon. Uh, I don't think they're necessarily going to be identical to the Japanese ones, but we'll keep an eye on that. Next up on the list, before we get into our tournament report, essentially all of Shiny Star V has finally been revealed to us. Um, So if you are a really big collector fan, if you are somebody who was a really, really big fan of Hidden Fates, this is going to be a set that really, really excites you. And personally, I think it might be even better than what Hidden Fates gave us. So Hidden Fates gave us a lot of cool shinies, and they were not very easy to get. I don't know if this will be any better. It'll probably be worse because of the craze of collecting. But I can tell you that it seems like there's a lot more playable cards in this which is really really cool because it is sword and shield based you'll have to go to poke beach poke guardian wherever you get your news there are a ton of shiny cards on here tons of them and the best part about it is i think i can safely say every single card is in standard rotation for now. every single well then they will be for a while right because it's sword and shield onward but assuming that we're, yeah, I guess so. Assuming we get it fairly soon. Well, which even if we get it like mid 2021, which I'm pretty sure this is going to be part of our February set, I'm quite honest with you. Uh, I think this is going to be part, that's going to be the specialty set. 
this is this is going to be standard for over a year and a half, which gives a whole nother level of incentive to buy into this set. I, 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 all I can hope is that they produce this more than they produce Champions Path. This, this, this set will still have. I, actually, I don't know. It probably won't have Charizard V Max and Charizard V because we've already gotten those in different forms. But, but why not put a Charizard in there? Because you know what, Charizard. But why not? Honestly, that I as much as we're joking about that, it's we're even getting these scans of like Ditto V Max, which you know got revealed in this set. You have Dragapult, Dragapult V Max, Lapras V Max. You have a ton of cards, Crobat, Cramorant. We have a gold return to this and a gold return to this V Max. Those will be super expensive, um, along with the Zacian Zamazenta that we know we're getting via the premium collection. So we're not going to have them in this set. And the chocolate phalanx. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff in this. There's actually two phalanx in this set. Yeah, if, if people don't know, so phalanx is shiny form. It looks like just chocolate, scoops of chocolate, ice cream. No, it's awesome. And I, I think, and, and these shiny cards really do their sprites justice. I think they really do. Shinies like Boltund, shinies like Larry and Cursula, or Corsola. There's a lot of shinies that in game don't show off as nicely as they normally would. And I think they've done a phenomenal job with this. So if you just like looking at cool card art, even if you're not going to buy into the set because you know how difficult the landscape is nowadays to buy these type of cards, it is going to be a really, 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 really good set. And on top of that, we have nine, ten full art trainers. There's a new Skyla. We have a full art Marnie. We full art ball guy, which we knew was coming. Full art rose, uh, bird is it bird trainer? There's a ton of stuff in here, man. And and I, you know what I think I'm gonna do with this set, and I might actually follow through with it for the first time. I think I'm going to try to collect this Japanese rather than English because one, it's cheaper. I usually. And two, it's probably going to be easier to get my hands on than trying to find English versions of this set. Because no matter where you go, it's going to be sold out. Yeah, there's going to be YouTube videos, product lines being pulled. Like, it's going to be insane. It's Where's the Charizards? Well, you see, like, on the Reddit page, you'll see someone post a picture. Oh, look, it's my Walmart. And then, like, an hour later, they post a picture and they go, oh, it's all gone. You know what's going to cost this, like, deck is going to be super expensive? Is Mad, Mad Party, Mad Hat Party. It'll be super expensive. All the Mad Hat party cards are in it. All the, yeah, I, but you know what? This is awesome. I love this set. You know what? As much as we joke about how crazy the prices are and the demand for these cards, man, it is a really good time to be a collector in the tra- trading card game. If you If you are someone that has the ability to collect, this is no question the best time, period. Hands down to be collecting. There's no Corviknight shiny. They have Rickety and the... Uh, There's a Corviknight. It's a steel type. Oh, there it is. But your favorite Wulu is there. But even Wulu shiny looks good, man. And I think Wulu is a ball of nothingness. It's it's great. I mean, I love the Galarian Meowth. I love... like. There's a lot of these cards that I'm a super big fan of. So seriously... If I notice that, because this set's going to be out uh, relatively soon in Japan. If I notice that these are like 
doing okay price wise i'm definitely buying into it especially because we also found out that god packs are a thing oh yeah they're bringing back they're bringing back god packs into the set so it's basically i think someone figured out it's about a one in one in 600 chance to open a pack that is all shiny cards which is so cool man it's so odd like i'm i'm so serious I might try to collect this in in Japanese form because it's also got the silver border, which I'm a really big fan of. Yeah, the silver border is so much better than yellow ones. Yeah, I agree. It's, it, I mean, it makes it different. It it, it differentiates differentiates it, but man, it's it's gonna be phenomenal. Is there are there any other cards in here that you would buy to play with? Uh, to play with? Mm, no, not. I don't know. I wouldn't buy any of these to play with uh if anything maybe the cramorant if i ever did a deck or the phalanx to play the phalanx v mm-hmm. but other than that i know i wouldn't play any of these cards really i just love cramorant shiny it's orange yeah and and by the way you can buy them on amazon right now the set comes out in two days in japan and pre-orders you can buy this set on amazon it's a hundred bucks for a booster box which oh i mean that's what it normally is over here but their booster box have smaller packs i actually don't know anymore i don't know what the size is for a japanese pack anymore at least i'd have to look into that it looks like they do come with 10 cards but you're right i think they might they might come with less packs overall yeah I, i i think the booster boxes are definitely smaller but i'm very 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 interested but we'll see Let's move on to tournament stuff, though. So you've been looking into some tournament results as of late, and we actually have some tournament results from the past weekend that used Vivid Voltage. So why don't you take some time to kind of explain to us what you found there? Yeah, so I I keep on seeing people on Twitch do these tournaments, and I'm like, how come I can never find these results? I can't find them. And on the list, I keep on going to tournaments and try to find them, can't find them. I was looking under the wrong spots for the longest time. Limitless has a thing called play. You click on the play tab and it brings up four tournaments. So the past several months, we've been seeing decks that have been a standard in our, in our current format situation for the Hexter uh, top deck tournament. So obviously we have Lucario Melmetal, Eternatus. For some reason, Baby Blacephalon still around and still packs a punch. But even though it lost a bunch of tools, not quite sure why it's still there. Um, but it's it's making a splash still. Uh Mew2 Rushes are uh Mew3 is still around. Um, but what I'm surprised to see now is that Mew3 Electric Box is making a splash. And it's probably why you haven't seen much Toga Kiss VMAX around, even though they, they did show up in the tournament but didn't fare very well. Uh I know we've been playing online, it's been doing pretty good from what I'm hearing. We are seeing Center Scorch V and VMAX, which has been kind of here and there. You'll see one squeak by in the top cuts usually. But from the this current Vivid Voltage set, I'm you have Colossal VMAX, which actually got top seed in the top 16, uh, which is quite interesting to me, but unfortunately lost uh, against Lucario Melmetal. Uh, the other decks that are showing up is Orbital VMAX, which uh, I'm happy to see. I think that's awesome. 
we got the top 16 didn't fare well after that but it's uh there's some decks that are flying around there's some videos out there that looks pretty fun and i think the biggest shocker uh, of the tournament for me at least is whimsicott whimsicott the tool drop um i don't know if i brain farted and forgot about maybe i had mentioned about it but you have u-turn bird so when you discard your cards for your tool drop attack it comes right back into your hand so yeah it's actually been surprising pretty well and that thing packs a punch and the more i'm watching it it's more of my style of play i'm I, i'm gonna equate it to it reminds me a lot of uh, alone executor in terms of style of play for me mm-hmm. um, but it's more mainstream because it's tool drop and tool drop people are resonating that from garbador from well back way back right uh, but I, I don't know if there was a tool that recurred back into your hand, but with Utor and Bird is a fantastic combination with this deck. And that thing packs a punch, because I think it's one, I think it's 10 plus 40 for each tool you drop. That's Yeah, that, that piles up quick. But un, uh, at the end of the day, uh, the number 16 seed got all the way to last place. Lucario, Mel, uh, Lucario Melman with, with Zacian uh, managed to beat out a Picaram. The top four was Whimsicott, Lucario Mall Metal versus Peek Around versus U3 Reshazard. So everything is being represented here, which is kind of nice. It's kind of fun to new see decks, uh, fun to see new decks. Um, I can't wait to see what people do with other decks in the format. I uh, hope to see more Glare and Darmanitan. Probably not because Zacian's a thing and with Lucario Mall Metal, but I'm sure there's ways around it. And. And I'm hoping to see probably more Togekiss as well because I I think it's a fun style of play. I know I played your list for a little bit. I know what changes I would make personally for my own personal comfort, but I think I did pretty well play, piloting your deck so far. Yeah, I, I made a bunch of changes yesterday too. Um, Togekiss, Togekiss is not in a good spot right now because it doesn't have a lot to work with. Um, it's still a card that I'm very, very amped up about. It's still a card that I think could be the best card in the set when we look back on it. Um, currently, it seems like Colossal is the strongest, which is something that you talked about before and kind of predicted from the Japanese meta. I Darmanitan is going to be in a very tough spot as long as Zacian exists, which is pretty much going to be the lifespan of Darmanitan. So you're kind of screwed there. You do have weakness guard energy, so the, there are ways around it like Togekiss uses. Um, Togekiss has an easier way around it because of its search its search mechanic. The The best way to play Togekiss right now is kind of a bummer because it's not the playstyle I would like to play, but it's very much heavy energy denial. Um, it's very much being able to get your crushing hammers, being able to get your team yell grunts, all those cards. I, I am usually not a big fan of crushing hammer. It's usually not something that I try to wrap my style of play around. That being said, though, I really do like Togekiss, and right now the only way to make it productive is using Energy Denial. It's just one of those things. And there is a lot that I still have to learn about playing it. There's a lot that I still have to test out. I have to get used to the trainer count and knowing the uh, the sequence of things because... When we have Gardevoir around, Gardevoir Sylveon, which is the last deck that kind of functioned like this, it was a lot better because of the tools that it had. And the biggest thing that I don't think we realized until we were deck building is there was no tool removal. 
right? So when Gardevoir Sylveon was around, when you put a Fairy Charm on, that was just kind of what was happening. Um, yes, you could play Faba, and there were ways to discard tools, but it's not Tool Scrapper, right? It's not that easy. I think Farfetch'd had some kind of a similar attack where it was discard the tool card from your opponent. Yeah, it, there are ways to do it, but it wasn't as defining because I think everyone want, runs one tool scrapper nowadays. And although I don't think it's... I don't think it's a saturated card per se, but it's common enough. It's it's the uh, the fuel blower. That's what it is. Right, right. It, but right now, the only thing going for Togekiss in terms of tool removal right now is that there aren't many heavy decks in the format that rely on tools uh, the same way. Obviously, we do have more tool-based decks with tool drop and other things coming in. So we'll have to pay attention to that. But in my testing, I have found that just like Gardevoir, you have to be very patient with a deck like that. And I did play Darmanitan as well, and it's one of those things where the thing that Darm struggles with currently is it's just too easy right now to ruin its strategy because we are currently in a format where there's four bosses orders in most decks. And that makes things very difficult. And Togekiss has free retreat. Togekiss has more ways to heal because it can easily tutor Malolana, right? It can easily tutor these cards that you need. But I think it's fair to say that the decks that you and I want to play, as much as we hype them up, they definitely have a long way to go and probably need a few more sets to come out before they become uh, the 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 peak of their power, so to say. However, though, Colossal, Orbeetle, Tool Drop, I still am super amped about this set, man. I, I even want to go back and try Gardevoir from Champion's Path still. There's a whole lot that I want to mess with still. We We kind of took a break from playing because of the landscape that we have right now but because we're jumping back in i'm sort of ready to just kind of see what's out there to mess with what the meta is looking like obviously mewtwo box is just kind of floating around right now because it is strong and peek around just kind of the flavor of the month that will change it's always changing with mewtwo that's the benefit of mewtwo but i've had a lot of fun playing during this set and i hope everyone else has as well you got any anything else left to say before we head out of here no well we hope you again enjoy opening the set. Stay tuned for some of these tournaments, whether you're entering them or going to watch them. Make sure you spend some time kind of getting yourself involved in the meta, start testing Vivid Voltage, see how you feel about it. And with all that said, see you next time. Mm -hmm.